Psalm 83, a song, an Asaph psalm. O God, no silence for you. Do not be mute and do not be quiet, God. For look, your enemies rage, and those who hate you lift their heads. Against your people they devise cunning counsel and conspire against your protected ones. They have said, Come, let us obliterate them as a nation, and the name of Israel will no longer be recalled. For they conspired with a single heart against you. They stealed a part. They sealed a pact. The tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagarites, Gebel and Ammon, and Amalek, Philistia with the dwellers of Tyre, Assyria too has joined them and become an arm for the sons of Lot, Salah. Do unto them as Midian, as to Sisera, as to Jabin at the brook of Kishon, they destroyed at Endor, at Endor. They turned into dung for the soil. Deal with their nobles as with Oreb, and with Zeb and Zeba and Zalmunna, all their princes, who said, We shall take hold for ourselves of all the meadows of God. O God, make them like the thistle down, like straw before the wind, as fire burns down forests, and as flame ignites the mountains, so shall you pursue them with your storm, and with your tempest dismay them. Fill their faces with infamy, that they may seek your name, O Lord. May they be shamed and dismayed forever. May they be disgraced, and may they perish and may they know that you, your name, is the Lord. You alone are most high over all the earth. There's some uh, questions about Psalm 83, about when to date it. And we normally don't talk about dating psalms because um, they don't necessarily have uh, strong links to any point in history. Um, but this one mentions the names of uh, many enemies of Israel, and so it is useful uh, potentially to um, to find a date. And um, one option is is a relatively early during the time of the judges, uh, which is before 1000 um, BCE. And uh, there is um, some evidence for that because it references um, the Song of Deborah, which is one of the very oldest. Uh, bits of poetry uh, in in the um, uh, Hebrew uh, scriptures, and um, therefore uh, this could very well go back to. Uh, it can't go before it, obviously, but it could go back to um, a little bit after that time. Um, the fly in the ointment here is that there's a mention of Assyria, and Assyria was an empire that rose uh, in the late. 8th century, um, which would be uh, much, much later, obviously, um, several hundred, uh, several hundred years later. Um, and uh, the uh, that's pretty much the only anachronism that's there. Now, there are several ways you could solve that. Um, one is, um, you know, maybe some later scribe uh, didn't know um, what, uh, you know, didn't know what the thing that was actually named was, you know, the enemy that was actually named and substituted a name that was more contemporary. Um, so it could have been an ancient psalm that was recopied and then some scribe um, 
rewrote it a little bit so that it'd be a little bit more up to date to to his his time. Uh, and so that would imply that you know still the the psalm that we have recorded here was um, recorded at a much later date, um, but it goes back much further. The other option, uh, if you want to save that very, very old date, um, which actually seems to work in my opinion, is that Assyria wasn't always a great empire. It um, could have begun as a, um, I mean, it did begin as a small city-state. And if, um, if it's the small city-state that's, that's being referenced, then, uh, then it doesn't necessarily have to be in the time of the empire. So you, you could easily explain that that there was an enemy uh, that that fit into that. Um, so um, a few things um, along the way. Uh, let me switch back here. So um, it says, uh, in fact, let me read right now the, um, the part that mentions Assyria. It says, um, for they have conspired with a single heart against you, they sealed a pact, the tents of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagarites, Ge Geb Gebel and Ammon and Amalek, Philistia with the dwellers of Tyre, Assyria too has joined them uh, and has become an arm for the sons of Lot. Now, this is a little bit strange if it's talking about the empire of Assyria, which would have uh, already controlled uh, many of these <laughs> areas. Uh, or been um, much, much larger than them. And uh, so it's odd that they are counted as an ally uh, sort of in passing. And so that tends to um, suggest the, the much, much earlier time. Um, again, this is another situation we don't um, necessarily connect with very well in, in uh, the West um, because the times of these you know, relatively small city-states fighting each other, uh, led by um, petty kings. Uh, we, we just don't have that sort of constant warfare. Um, but this is a little bit more common in other parts of the world, and um, it's certainly recognizable. Um, and again, the, um, the conclusion is that it is the Lord who has uh, control over the earth and is has dominion. And I think this is something that um, we easily forget. Um, we are quick to feel like um, countries and politicians and people in power have authority over, uh, over the earth. And the truth is uh, even the strongest person has, um, has challenges and difficulties and can't um, project their will onto other other people the way they want to. And so the only person who can, the only person who can bring um, the sort of justice that we long for, uh, the sort of rescue and salvation that we're looking for is, uh, is the Lord, the creator. Um, all right. And so I will talk uh, next time I read one of these Psalms. <laughs>